Hi, I'm Dr. Ashford. Uh, welcome to the Ashford Center podcast. And today we're going to uh, delve into the issue of what is perimenopause and what is menopause. And in response to one of the questions we received uh, on our TikTok video, how can you tell if you are menopausal if you've had a hysterectomy? So I'm going to just delve into that one right now. If someone's had a hysterectomy, that means they're no longer having periods. So how do you know if you are uh, having uh, menopause symptoms? Well, um, the menopause issue relates to the ovaries. Um, about age 40, women do start having some decline in the output from the ovaries that continues till they're 60. 65, maybe 70, with the point being it takes a long period of time to go from a certain level to not very much. And as the decline occurs, most women will have some complaints related to declining output. Uh, the most common complaints are the hot flash night sweat thing, but sometimes they can have mood, depressed, can't think, can't remember, can't come up, come up with a word, a name, or number, can't sleep, go to sleep, can't go back to sleep, hair, skin, vaginal, sexual, fatigue, weight gain, and some other complaints. So uh, if a woman has had a hysterectomy and she's not having any bleeding, but she still has her ovaries and she starts having some of these symptoms, very likely uh, she is having some decline in output from her ovaries. Uh, let me uh, take a little digression and mention what the origin of the word menopause is. It comes from the uh, Greek meno, which means monthly, and pause, stop. So stop the monthly, um, which is a little bit misleading because in the case of uh, this patient who asked the question, she's had a hysterectomy. She no longer has a monthly cycle per se. So she's asking, well, what about menopause? So really, this is a colloquialism. It, it, what she's saying really is not, how do I know if I'm menopause, stop my period. Her period stopped when she had a hysterectomy. She's, she's really asking, how do I know if some of the symptoms that I am having uh, relate to declining output from the ovaries. And basically, the symptoms are the ones I mentioned. And if she's having those symptoms, that's the reason. And um, the treatment is usually to give a hormone supplement, usually the so-called bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. Another question that is related to this comes from Mrs. Moore, and it, her question is, how can I avoid the symptoms of perimenopause? I'm 40 years old uh, and have a monthly cycle, but I struggle with brain fog. So again, uh, similar to the previous patient, she's having all these same symptoms, the hot flash night sweat, she's having uh, the cognitive issues, uh, as well as probably a whole lot of other issues. But in addition to that, uh, she's having a period. So again, yes, she is in this same time frame, and the treatment for this uh, tends to be the same, which is a hormone replacement therapy. Hannah uh, asks a question, I'm 43, 
How do I prepare for menopause? And are there any labs I should get done? Well, uh, the answer to that question is uh, people should get some uh, routine lab work from time to time. Uh, I would say it's probably not necessary every year, but uh, maybe at 40-ish, uh, 42, 45, something like that. And and if the labs, the routine labs are normal, then that's fine. If they're problems, then sometimes they need to be uh, checked more frequently. But uh, the one thing that... Uh, um, I think probably in most cases does not need to get uh, be done is hormone panels. So I am not against hormone panels. It's just that they're not very helpful. Um, when doctors uh, get hormone panels, there is an extremely wide range of normal. Uh, let's say just to use an example, um, a, a certain level of a hormone might be between 80 between 20 and 80. So if somebody is uh, 10, but she has no complaints, and she says, look, I'm feeling great, I'm not having any problems, then uh, we're not going to uh, do anything about that. She doesn't need anything. If she's um, in the middle of that range, and she says, yeah, but I'm having um, uh, all these symptoms and hot flashes and night sweats, then she needs to be higher. It's, uh, so, so anyway, our uh, recommendation would be uh, treatment should be, should be based on symptomatology, the symptoms a woman is having, not the lab work. And that's true in, in the vast majority of cases. Um, <clears throat> next, I'm going to answer a question that I get almost daily, which is, why is it so hard to get healthcare providers to be responsive uh, to these issues? You know, uh, I would say the answer primarily is because most uh, of the family doctor, internal medicine doctors simply don't aren't familiar with it. Uh, and then when, they, when women go to the OBGYN providers, whether it's the doctors or the PAs, uh, the, their medical practices are focused um, primarily on the obstetrical side. Uh, the GYN side generally consists of women who are struggling with problem periods, and the solution that they're offered there is the birth control pills. So unless a woman wants to readily say, yeah, sure, I'll go on the birth control pills, then she a lot of times she's frustrated because a lot of women would say, no, look, I have my tubes tied. I don't want to do birth control pills, and that seems like... Uh, overkill here anyway, and I have a whole lot of other questions. And a lot of times what they'll find is that the healthcare provider, whether it's the PA, nurse practitioner, or the doctor, will get a little aggravated and say, you know, I've got six other people waiting and I just can't have some lengthy conversation. So the, the problem with is it's a very, there's a lot to say about it. And I'd say uh, to have a full discussion and answer a lot of the questions women have may take 45 minutes to an hour, and most healthcare providers simply don't have that amount of time to kind of go through these things one by one, which, of course, is part of the issue for this podcast. Uh, we want to go, th go through some of this and talk about uh, what are the issues that women do have and how to treat them. So if a woman says that she uh, is 
in this general age group, she's having the hot flash night sweats, some cognitive, some sleep issues, and some of the other symptomatology I mentioned. Um, what we will generally do is start her on uh, uh, the estradiol, which is the um, bioidentical human uh, estrogen. Uh, this particular supplement uh, has to go through the skin. You can take it by mouth, uh, but the problem with that is, is, is the uh, molecule is changed in the stomach acid and it's further changed in the liver, so what really gets into your bloodstream is not the bioidentical molecule. So to get the actual same bioidentical molecule that has been in your bloodstream for years and years and years is... Um, <clears throat> It has to go through the skin, which means either as a patch, uh, a cream, a lotion, a shot, or the pellets. So those are the, the ways that uh, we can um, get the bioidentical estrogen hormone into a woman's bloodstream. Sometimes uh, women also need testosterone. Uh, I know it sounds odd because people would think, well, I thought testosterone men, estrogen women, which is true to a point, but really... Uh, one of those dominates in women, but there's some testosterone also, and then the reverse for men. So uh, the testosterone in women generally um, correlates with uh, sexual interest, uh, mood, especially uh, enthusiasm, and, you know, I'm really happy about my life, and those type of feelings. And, and and then also, to some degree, it helps with uh, maintain, maintaining energy levels and uh, physical strength, muscle mass, and so forth. So uh, frequently, we'll go ahead and give a testosterone supplement in addition to the uh, uh, bioidentical estrogen. We give the progesterone to women who have uh, a uh, uterus in place. In other words, they haven't had a hysterectomy. Women who have had a hysterectomy probably do not need the progesterone. A little bit of a longer story, but that's the answer to that. Um, so why is this so hard to get an answer? It's just a longer conversation, and most doctors uh, don't, don't like having the longer conversation. They say, here's some birth control pills, and I'm just kind of busy and don't want to talk about it, or don't know, don't know uh, what to say. Uh, if a woman is frustrated with this, what I would recommend doing is going to someone who focuses on this, who understands it, and can spend the time with them. We do at our office. There are probably other doctors that do as well. But I think the key is to find someone who specializes in this particular thing. And uh, I think that's, you know, you'll be a lot, a lot happier. Um, so... One of the things that a lot of women will say is, you know, I went to my doctor and uh, told him I was having all these complaints. And the doctor said, you know, this sounds like uh, some um, lack of hormone output from your ovaries and we could give you a bioidentical supplement. And this hypothetical patient uh, would say, you know, that sounds like a good idea. Let's do it. And then this uh, hypothetical doctor would say, you know, I need to just tell you one thing. Uh, this may restart your periods. And so a lot of times uh, 
this woman will say, well, yeah, but gee, you know, that's the one thing I'm happy about. My periods have either slacked up greatly or stopped altogether. The last thing I want to do is 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 restart my periods. So uh, that's one of the points that a lot of times the hormone replacement therapy works at cross purposes with the whole menstrual period thing. And when you were talking about menstrual periods, we're not just talking about the bleeding, but also to some degree, frequently the premenstrual symptoms. Um, depending on the woman and the age and a few other factors, a lot of times the way we will approach this is do the endometrial ablation and get that off the table. Uh, that way she's not going to have any more periods and she'll ne- she won't have the premenstrual stuff and she'll just feel better. She won't have the premenstrual menstrual headaches, mood, uh, fatigue, breast tenderness, acne, intestinal problems, and so forth, cramps. Uh, and then we can give the hormone replacement therapy, you know, as needed. Uh, now that we have uh, discussed perimenopause, menopause, some of the symptoms and complaints that are associated with that, I want to finish with one last point. Uh, I think you should seek help or treatment or guidance from someone who understands this, who deals with this and specializes in this. We do it at our office. There are other doctors, uh, of course, but uh, that is the key. It's just like everything else. Go to someone who knows what they're talking about and does it and does it frequently and has some success. And uh, I think you're going to be a lot happier and a lot less frustrated uh, than bringing it up to maybe uh your family doctor, or in many cases, your own OBGYN, whose practice may be focused uh, exclusively on the obstetrics. So uh, this is Dr. Clint Ashford, Ashford Center podcast, and we really appreciate your listening, and I hope this helps, and stay tuned for our next podcast. Podcast.